we are still fighting for justice for Breonna Taylor. We demand that her murderers be charged. Um, we will not be satisfied with anything less. back we're here we're live you're listening to hit theory the podcast where we talk about the hits the misses and the biz behind the mixes i'm your boy jt the human chilling with my homie my my hero uh uh my my uh <laughs> i don't even know i appreciate yeah my, my I'll buddy take, I'll take hero <laughs> yeah black adam what's up man how you doing how's it going what it do are you chilling have you been chilling like a I'm villain chilling. i'm chilling cool that's good job. How, how have you been doing um, I've been all right, you know. Uh, you know, I live in Texas, y'all. So you know, pray for me. Um, <laughs> uh, as far as the COVID goes, but you know, I'm doing all right. I'm surviving. I'm wearing a mask if I step out the house. You know, as the Black Eyed Peas <laughs> told me to do. I'm heeding their words. Um, I'm washing my hands, all that good stuff. Uh, but yeah, but you know, besides that, I've been chilling. Um, you know, working on music like we always do. Uh, but yeah, but you know. Now the niceties are out of the way. Let's get into it. Let's get into some music, current events. What you got for me? What's been hot in the streets? Um. All right. So a weird one to start off with is the whole Tory Lanez, Megan Thee Stallion yeah. fiasco <laughs> that that went down. Um, yeah. I feel like okay. there's it's there's still um a little bit of confusion as to what actually happened. I think so some, so. not not all of the details have a fit, have come out all the way. But uh, the story so far that we've gotten is that Tory Lanez, Megan Thee Stallion, and Kylie Jenner were all kind of chilling together, hanging out. Uh, Mm -hmm. And one of Megan Thee Stallion's friends, um, a close personal friend of hers, were hanging out um, at like a some somebody's house, I guess, in a pool or something like that. And um, at some point while they were leaving, Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez got into an argument. Um, at, at which point Tory Lanez uh, took out a gun and fired some shots into the air. Um, the police were called, and I don't know how, like what the time difference is between when the police got here and when, when this next part occurred, but at some point Tory Lanez was in his car, mm-hmm. um, and he fired from the car and hit Megan Thee Stallion in the foot um, at least twice, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah. And and, um, and I guess who was he firing at? That's the part uh, that I'm I'm not 100 percent at. I believe he was firing at Megan Thee Stallion. That's I know crazy. there at, at one point there was um, a narrative that he had been trying to protect her from someone. Exactly. But uh, people on Megan's side uh, came out and yeah, her agent. said that that wasn't true. Yeah. Yeah. Her he her agent came out and said that 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 wasn't true. And then Megan Thee Stallion herself. Uh, made a post saying that she was assaulted yeah. um, intentionally. Yeah, people were threatening her life, right? That's what, that's what she said. Yeah. Um, um, that's the, I, so so the a, way that I heard, heard about this at all was that they were pulled over, and there was like a video of them being like pulled over and like Megan saying that she was bleeding, 
and then them having to kind of like do uh, like the sobriety test or whatever, and she still had to do it like on her bleeding foot, um, which is so like do you, and then that might be where you're going. Like, were they like somehow caught in a car together? So yeah, so that's the part that I'm I'm still kind of fuzzy on, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't I didn't watch the video. There's some <clears> video <throat> of of the arrest. Um, I'm I'm not sure whose car Megan's getting out of, uh, if she was in the car with Tory Lanes or if he was in his own vehicle and she was in her own vehicle when they got uh apprehended. But um yeah, it's all it's all very strange. Yeah. It's a it's a kind of a shady story. Um what do you do you are you familiar with Tory Lanez? Oh, and Tory Lanez got arrested, by the way. Uh Megan yeah. the Stallion uh, went to the hospital, <laughs> she got the bullets removed from her foot. Mm-hmm. Tory Lanez got arrested for having a concealed weapon. Um I guess without a permit. So he wasn't even supposed um, to have a gun. Yeah, he was he wasn't supposed to have the gun and he got arrested for it. He posted bail and um we're just kind of waiting for for more details and I think there's going to be a, a trial. I saw a post about um his mugshot and someone tweeted that they took his wig off, I guess, because he normally um maybe uses makeup or whatever to kind of make his hairline look, you know, very sharp in there, but in the mugshot it was clear that it's it's not there. Um huh. yeah, it was just kind of funny, you know. I always say those things for like a bit of caution because i i believe that you know baldness could come for all of us uh, <laughs> uh you know so i was gonna be uh try to be kind <laughs> um but uh you know that's how i got glasses one time i like i remember i was like young and i was like man i would hate to have glasses in the very next year i swear to god I need glasses. And I, so ever since then i'm like when you when you say shit like that it comes back and it bites you in the ass uh, that's uh yeah i'm, so, I'm probably gonna go bald my dad is bald well, that's not how it works. You get that from I know your, to I know to mother yeah. your mom's side, but yeah, uh, my both of my grandparents on my mom's side are bald too. I think. Damn. <laughs> well, you know, you can pull out the bald look. I don't bald think. I could. Yeah, no. I don't think. I'm I not worried about it. Yeah. I'd be, you know, I look fresh. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Adam does look fresh, y'all. Um, so I feel like you could you could do bald. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it's you just basically. Just a compliments today. You used to have your. Uh, you didn't always have as much hair as you had. Yeah, but I was never bald. Like I had my hair. You're basically bald. You had like no, the don't say the that. You sound, like, you sound like those white kids who would insult me. <laughs> be like, you ain't got hair. What you brushing your hair for? Come on. You're like, please. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's wild. That's very interesting. Uh, do you like Tory Lanez as a person? Do you know I mean, I've never met him. him. Do you know anything about him? <laughs> no, I don't. I hate when I ask people that, and they're like, "Oh, I've never met him." I'm like, "Oh, no fucking." Shit. As a person, I mean, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, I don't really follow Tory Lanez. I don't know about his his escapades, his yeah. Know, daily, so he day to day life. You know about like the crazy IG uh, stories, right? Like, are the like IGTV? No, I don't. Thing that oh yeah, he used to uh, for a while. He had this IGTV thing where he would um, kind of like go live, and then like it would just be crazy. It was like when quarantine started, but just like the craziest types of things, and people would like always try to get on there, um, and I think they like shut him down a couple times too but it was like wow he's like I, I don't know enough about him to know where his energy is coming from I know he had that beef with Drake temporarily um I know he's like Canadian but that's like that's like about it uh and so I don't know this this is I, I'm curious to hear more of Megan's side of the story because I want to know why he would shoot her in the foot it just seems insane to me it seems something that's like so out of left field that I can't I can't like imagine the steps that we took to get the there all right but what else you got for me what else is popping? Um, this one, we, we kind of talked about this on our own uh, a little while before, but Logic, uh, the rapper Logic, is retiring this year uh, with his final project called um, No Pressure, yeah. produced entirely by a legendary legendary producer, No ID. Um, I know Logic's kind of 
uh, a very divisive. He is divisive. Rapper. Um, I feel like there, there's, there's a lot of debate around whether or not he's a good rapper. Yes. Which is, you know, it's a good thing. I feel like people, um, and I don't even know if people debate whether or not he, like, is good at rapping. Because I kind of feel like that definition has shifted over the years, right? Like, when I was growing up, like, Eminem was really good at rapping. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, you know, if you ask people, like, hey, can Eminem rap? Everyone's like, yeah, of course Eminem can rap. But do I want to listen to his music? And that's kind of the question that I feel like where logic is at. Like, at some point, like, talent is good, but, like, is logic making good cons- music. consistent music that is being well-received and is, like, you know, growing and developing? Um, I used to, you know, fun fact for the fans, I used to, like, you know, logic was a big, I was a big uh, fan of logic because he, you know, I think he took a lot of, from J. Cole. He really liked J. Cole, and I also obviously was a big J. Cole fan growing up, so I supported logic as well. In fact, when I had my radio station at UTD, the uh, intro to my, like, uh, show that was called The Come Up would be like it was like a version that I had like chopped and screwed of like The Come Up by like Logic hmm. off of his Young Sinatra mixtape um, so I like a lot of early Logic stuff yeah 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 I like shout a lot out, of early... uh, UTD comments exactly Whoosh. shout out UTD I, already, I used to play his tracks on Radio UTD all the time too because they were good Young Sinatra is a good tape um, and his energy was more you know, you know it's tough when you make like your first couple projects you have so much to say and sometimes as you develop, you kind of, like, lock into things. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I know, like, a big thing, people clown Logic because he always talks about how he's biracial, but being, like, a mixed person, that that is a big, you know, it's a big thing. A lot of people don't want to talk about it, but a lot of, you know, people who are, are mixed or who have two different, you know, um, like, they're biracial, they have, like, identity crisis and things like that as far as, like, you know, feeling like where they belong, that kind of stuff. So I understand why he would talk about that so much. And at the same time, I understand why people are always, like, you know, when you're, when you're a rapper who looks mostly white, yeah. And you're constantly talking about being like black and white, and like how that like has hurt you in hip hop. I could see why that would bother people as well too. So like that's not what I want to like harp on. I just kind of think that uh, over the years, Logic, it's not even that he's fallen off, but I just don't know. It's just gotten less interesting. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. It's just gotten kind of for me personally, it's gotten less interesting. Um, but then in specific reference to this retire retirement, um, so one he's doing it because he just had his kid, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because yeah, I know he uh, just yeah. didn't he just get a divorce with his wife his like long term wife like a year or two know. ago so he must have started dating someone new and got a kid which is crazy because that was a big thing in his music too he'd always talk about you know very similar to another rapper we know but talk about like how much he loved his wife and would hold it down and I think he <laughs> they ultimately got a divorce which is you know when did he people, when did he get the divorce divorces. it might think, be her it might be a kid with her that would be wild I think they yeah someone I'm sure someone can correct me on this but I, I'm curious because I feel like he got the divorce. Uh, when the last album came out, the one that you didn't <laughs> you didn't even know about, the one that had the Eminem feature on it, um, but uh, the, um, the thoughts of a dangerous or the the one where the cover art is him like shooting himself in the head. I think. Let me see. Turn on my phone. Um, it says they got divorced the... in they got divorced in twenty eighteen. Uh, nevertheless, they remain friends. Um, he got remarried in twenty nineteen. Oh, see, bro, that's that's and has that's, a son with his new wife. That's sus as hell. That's sus as hell. You don't you don't break up with your wife and then get remarried less than a year later. That's wild. That's insane. Something's going on there. I don't even know what that's about. I'm not gonna get into all of that. But as far as the retirement goes, <laughs> um, I, I don't know if we talked about it, but I kind of hate it when artists say that they're retiring. Um, it makes more sense when I, when it's like a kid because 
what you're saying because really the word retirement is the easy way of saying I'm gonna not be focusing on doing music I'm not gonna be going into the studio because I want to spend a good amount of my time like just being a father uh which is yeah that's what he said exactly exactly but like a lot of rappers will announce their retirement like all the time and it's just dumb to me because you can do like the word so like if you go if you work at a company and you retire like you're done working for that company and like people like the company like has you retire you don't go back to work for that company um, you know, like even in like professional sports, most of the time, you know, let's say like Michael Jordan or something like that. But even that, like you know, his his dad passed away. Like there's usually like a reason for it. But if you retire from a sport, like you don't go back to playing basketball. You don't go back to playing. People be announcing retirement from music all the time, only to put out more music later. And it's like, it, it. And I know that like you're saying, well, yeah, they're currently retired. That's why they stop. But I'm like, yeah, but retirement has an air of like finality finality to it. Mm-hmm. So, and I personally think that if you make music. I mean, you even said it the same way. Like, no name, technically. Uh, uh, no name, you keep saying that. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Kept uh, technically retired. And, like, that's her thing. But then you were like, you she said. Never you retired. F- she retired. She was in uh, Ghetto Sage, like, after, even after she said she was going to retire. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, opportunities will always come up. You are a musician. Like, that's. But she never said, I'm retired. Like, she never said, I am retired. Exactly. She so said, she didn't. She, she more she said, said she, she was, was gonna... thinking about quitting music, but she never exactly. did. Exactly. Logic is saying this is my last album. Exactly, and I'm just saying that. Like, and I, I, this isn't even the first time. Oh really? Well, I don't. I guess because you said there was that album that I don't remember. Um, the the last Logic album I remember hearing, he he had said he was only going to make one more album. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Now, now it may like get in tricky the, in the outro or whatever. It may get tricky because I feel like people like some of these are mixtapes. Like he had one called Bobby Tarantino. Um, Two that came out in 2018 after everybody because everybody's the last one you remember that I think yeah. was technically a mixtape, but if you go if it's in the album section on Apple Music and it's streamable, so that's why I I say it's an album like I like I I don't know I I find it weird when sometimes people kind of they label things differently They're like yeah I'm not gonna make any more albums but I'm gonna make a collection of songs that have a theme put them all I feel the like if he does do that then that's <laughs> kind of whack I'm yeah. expecting. I, I think it's I think it's kind of honorable. Like if you're because kind of like you said, people are getting less interested in logic. I feel like maybe he's kind of recognizing that, and at the same time, he wants to dedicate more time to his son. So if this mm-hmm. is truly his last album, I feel like that's a better move than just kind of fizzling out. And like maybe he'll probably he'll probably still be involved in music in some way. Probably not, maybe not making it himself, but maybe if he does a feature or something here or there. Or he, you know, becomes some sort of A and R, or like, uh, or goes the Joe Budden route, and you know, starts like a podcast um, or something. Yeah, that's, yeah. Being a and, and he definitely will because, um, you know, you like, I, as your kid grows up, you have more and more free time to do more and more things. Right. Um, and honestly, it's the dream. So like, like you know, getting out of the semantics of like using the word retirement or whatever, because you're right, it does give at least a way to notify the fans. Hey, I'm not gonna be making music for a while. Don't expect that. Um, you know, like, and, and and now when people say, oh, whatever happened to Logic, it won't be like, oh, he just got played out. It's like, well, he retired. Yeah. So that'll be a part of it. Um, and I do think he'll definitely, like, you know, do work or do some kind of podcast or something. Uh, and I think it'd probably, it'd probably be good. So, uh, you know, hope, you know, hoping that happens. Uh, but like getting, like, you know, kind of getting past it, I think it is, a, I think it is a good move. Uh, it's nice to, I, I think it's kind of the dream, right? Like, that's something that I would really like to achieve financial success, achieve my dreams. And then I personally don't want kids, but, 
uh, if like you know I had all that money and time and I did have a kid, that would be the best thing to do, right? Like I, I wouldn't want right. to have kids unless I could do it like that, where it's like, oh yeah, I, I can just spend all my time kind of just being here, taking care of you. And, like, I don't resent you because I don't have to do anything else. So, like, you're not robbing anything from me, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Which is something, you know, unfortunately the parents deal with is resenting their children because of the circumstances that we live in this world. But, uh, yeah, he's not going to So, you heard it here first. This is a Hit Theory exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, but cool, cool, cool. Uh, I don't have too much. Uh, I, I did want to mention, because uh, I kind of referenced the Kid Cudi Eminem song that was coming out. So, it came out. Um, oh, yeah. did, you, did you hear it? Did you listen to it? I did not. Oh, you didn't? Why do you Mm-mm. keep Why do you keep doing that? Why, why do you not <laughs> Why do you keep not listening to things, bro? I Spotify bet, needs to put it in front of me. Somebody Somebody could make a um, a like a collection of. We only have like seven episodes. But someone can make a collection of all the times that I've been like, "Hey, have you heard this?" Nope. <laughs> Just JT asking Adam if he heard things, <laughs> and Adam saying no. <laughs> Hit theory deep uh, cut. Yeah, go, exactly. go, to our, go to our website. Uh, look for the clip. <laughs> just three hours of JT asking me if I've heard something. Oh my god! But um, but I listened to it. It was uh, it was better than I thought, but not like incredible. Um, I, I feel like people were mainly just overjoyed to hear Kid Cudi rapping, um, kind of like he used to back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds kind of like what he would rap on a kid named Cudi. Do which, you think it was uh, one of those? Kind of like uh, remember when we talked about leader of the delinquents, and you said it was something that he had he had made a while back, and no. he was just releasing it. Do you think it's like that? I think it's fresh. Yeah, I think it's a okay. fresh. Yeah, I think it's a fresh track. That would just be my assumption. It could be one of those like verses he had, but it didn't sound like it. It sounded fresh. I can't remember the lyrics if there was something that clearly made that obvious, but uh, but yeah, just in my head, it was a fresh song. Okay. Um, it was kind of just like it, oh, well, I know at least the Eminem verse was fresh because he was rapping about COVID. Um, and stuff like that. Uh, and Eminem was like fine on it. It kind of was just like, it, I wanted more of a like song. It was one of those songs where it's like, hey, we're gonna be on a song together. Like, and it's like, okay, like I'm gonna rap, and then you're gonna rap, and then that's like mm-hmm. it. Like, so it was like cool. And like, if you like Kid Cudi and Eminem, like you'll be interested in that song. But it's not, in my opinion, gonna be a song where you like, damn, this is. Cause you know, like that's what when I hear a song, that's what I want it to be. Like you know, when you like can't get over a song, you know. Almost like it's like a relationship, like 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 you're you're just like attached to it. Like you even tell yourself you're like I should be listening to other songs, but then like you keep playing that same song. Like that's what I wanted this song to be like, um, and it wasn't really like that. Uh, it did work. It wasn't like horrid or anything. Like I I was worried it was gonna be just like a bummer. But you know what? Both of those artists to me had a dip. Um, you know, just for different reasons. And I would say both of them right now are not as like. Not to the level where they were with me, where I was like so obsessed with them, but they're certainly doing mm-hmm. better. Both of them are on like the incline. Like, uh, I'm I'm fairly certain that Kid Cudi's project, his last project, I thought was fine. Um, and like I liked his like album with Kanye. So I feel like he hasn't been putting out like terrible music. He really had that one album that people hated, where he was did that Jimi Hendrix tribute that people absolutely didn't yeah. like. He was saying that that album was a cry for help. Huh? It was a what? Oh, a he cry said? for help. That's what he yeah. said. Oh, wow. he said that later. Oh wow, that's interesting. Uh yeah, bro, it was a bad album. <laughs> uh, Speeding but, Bullet to Heaven, is yeah, that the one you're talking about. Yeah, or but, is it, or Passion Pain and Demon Slaying. Oh wait, which one? Which one did he say it was a uh, cry for help? Um, I don't remember. Oh well, Passion Pain and Demon Slaying was fine. I mean, that's like that's like an album. Like it's not. I wouldn't put it like on his top by any means. But it might have been. I think it. I think it was that one that he was talking about. Oh yeah, that makes more sense. But yeah, Speeding Bullet to Hell or Speeding Bullet to Heaven. Well, it was a Speeding Bullet to Hell. That's what it sounded like. But um, it uh. I don't know. Like I, I'm, I, I support 
the hell out of him to make an album like that. Like, I think it's completely fine that he should do something like that. It just wasn't good. Like, if you wanted to make a rock album. Yeah, I listened to it. I remember. Yeah, yeah. If you wanted to make a rock album, you never made rock. But if you want to do that, you have every right to do it. Especially if you want to honor somebody who you think is, like, a big, you know, influence on your life, personally. You have every right to do that. You're a musician. You have the platform. I... It, it's just probably not gonna be good. But like, yeah. it, it wasn't. I was kind of surprised uh, because a lot of his stuff, and I don't, I don't want to turn this into a big like kid cutting talk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was kind of surprised that it was so bad because a lot of his stuff is like obviously rock inspired. Mm-hmm. So it seems like you know he would have more of a, he would have a firmer grasp. Well, I think it was on, a certain type of rock he was good. trying to do, which is what the problem was, um, because he has a an album called. Um, it's not even him. It's like, but it's him and Doctor Genius. So it's the same pair that we love. But it's called Wizard. I don't know if you ever listened to it, but it's way um, more like Rocky. And that album is I great. I think I've heard some of it. Yeah, that album was great. So anyway, yeah, but that song was pretty. Um, it's pretty cool. Mid, kind of mid. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, it was a mid. Uh, it, was it a hit or a miss? Um, probably more of a miss than a hit. But uh, I'm happy it exists. I'm happy Kid Cudi's doing better always. Um, and I think if you like really love Kid Cudi, then you're gonna like the song. If you really like Eminem, you're gonna like the song. Um, and if you don't like either of those people, I think that it's okay. It's okay. All right. <laughs> uh, but what else you got? What's, what's what's cooking in the streets? Um, the last thing I have is this one's this one's a a little business news. Um, Migos is suing their attorney for malpractice. <laughs> um, <laughs> this guy, this guy named Damian Granderson, um, they're, they're suing him because at the time of their, um, I don't know how to say it. When, when, when he became their attorney, uh, it was not disclosed to them, um, that he is also representing their label that they were being signed to. So right off the bat, there's a huge conflict of interest, uh, <laughs> He was just trying so, to get the bag and tumble it. <laughs> <laughs> that, he, so they're <laughs> they're suing him uh, for you know kind of misrepresenting them um, in favor of their the label. label. Yeah. Um, yeah, because some of the some of the, and I'll I'll post more details about this on the on the website. But some of the the things that they're saying is like he he kind of put clauses into their contracts uh, with their label and with Capitol Records that basically. Um, prevent them from ever going to other labels uh, without having to pay like huge fines, huge fees and shit. Um, yeah, he, just huge millions of dollars in fees. That's crazy, um, they're saying man. that he kind of negotiated down for them, um, like they they're not getting as much money as they should be getting. Um, you know, just stuff like that. Where it's like, if if it's true that he represents both uh, the label and Migos and that they didn't know, then like it's kind of like an automatic loss for him. Hmm. Like there's no way that they won't, you know, win this lawsuit. Yeah. It's terrible. It's why, why do we always hear about labels? Just like fucking people over or just these scenarios that are just so disadvantageous to the artists just over and over again. Uh, it's Cause a lot of, a lot of artists will go in kind of, uninformed about the business uh one of the one of the things that they were saying is like they got signed like basically right out of high school yeah that's right yeah yeah, and they i'm sure they had no idea you know how the industry works and that they would need to you know hindsight is like 2020 so like of course we can say man you should have you know researched your your lawyer to see you know 
Well, I hope they who, I hope they won the lawsuit. Who he represents? Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. sure they will. I'm pulling for him. You sure they will? <laughs> I'm sure they will. I don't know, man. That's he's a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> They're not. Let's let's hope they get another lawyer. Uh, that <laughs> what if he's secretly representing the other lawyer them. too? <laughs> that would be wild. That would be wild. Uh, damn. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Free to me goes. Well, yeah, so that was, that was our current events. Um, so I guess let's, let's slide into our next segment, Adam, if you're ready, uh, if you if you will. Um, listeners at home, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. Um, we, we decided to, to branch out, to extend our, our, um, our, uh, our net, some would say, uh, our range, our circle of embodiment, what, what makes up hit theory. And we included a new segment called... Uh, what do we call it? <laughs> <laughs> you said you would come up with a name. <laughs> no, remember? No, no. We said we said hit. Said hit hits and misses. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hits and misses. Um, deep dives. Hits and misses. Deep dives. Uh, cool. I like that. I like that. Yeah, it's like an NPR. Today we're doing hits and misses. We'll workshop it. <laughs> deep dives. Deep dives. Um, <clears throat> join us today. Uh, okay, so. Uh, so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be going into, uh, or no, going into, no, we're going to be discussing, uh, features and who we think, uh, me and Adam, uh, who we think is, uh, probably, you know, could be the, what would you say, the best feature artist? Would you say the most prolific, our favorite? Um, how, how would you phrase this, Adam? Uh, who, who we personally think is the best, yeah, the best, yeah. the best, the yeah, best feature the best artist. feature artist, and we'll the give the reasons to why. Have on a feature, um, we'll probably argue about it uh, unless we chose the same person, which would be hilarious. Uh, but no, I mean Adam, we absolutely didn't do that. We are two halves <laughs> of a coin. We are the opposites. We, we, he is he is ice, and I am fire. Uh, but uh, what you call it? Uh, but yeah, we're gonna see, and then we're gonna put up a poll. Uh, you know, on the on the interwebs. So please go and follow us on Twitter so you can vote on that poll because we want to know what you guys think. We want to know who, which one of us was the hit and which one was the miss, I guess, um, if I had to say something cheesy like that. Uh, but uh, but without further ado, let's get into it. So Adam, I'm dying to know who you think is the best feature artist. I'm going first. Of all time. All right. I mean, you don't, I mean, you don't have to. Go. You don't have to. But yeah. No, I'm, I'm ready. I put the ball in your court. Check up. Check up. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Get ready to have your mind blown okay okay right I'm now i'm ready i'm here i'm listening all right all right all right tell me tell me what all of these artists have in common lupe fiasco Ooh. gorillas mm. tupac ah. akon Ooh. Katy perry e. big time rush what <laughs> is it is it Snoop Dogg? Chingy. Yes, it is Snoop Dogg. That's not a terrible. Uh, I think that's a good pick. Um, I I think Snoop Dogg is the best, hands down, the best artist to have on a feature, and I will tell you why. Okay, let's get One, into it. He's he's versatile. Uh, all these artists that I just that I just listed, they have a wide wide range of of music musical okay. styles. You know, he can Snoop Dogg, you can drop him in on anything. He's done a gospel album. He he's two time Grammy nominated for his features. Yeah. He's uh, got one it. one for his, his song with Katy Perry, California Girls. One for hey. uh his his song on To Pimp a Butterfly. 
with yeah. Kendrick Lamar. Um, he's got a, a signature voice. You know, Snoop Dogg comes on. Everybody knows it's Snoop Dogg. Yeah. You you so put slick, Snoop Dogg's so name. So smooth. Yeah. You put his name on the marquee. You know, that's gonna turn some heads. Say, hey, I got a I got Snoop Dogg on this song. People are gonna listen to that song. He has he has the Snoop Dogg doesn't have terrible verses. Like it's he's consistent. He's a consistent rapper. Um, I'm sh- he, I'm sure he has some bad verses here and there, but m- more often than not, I feel like 98% of the time, Snoop Dogg's verses are enjoyable. You're not gonna, and even when he does have a bad verse, his voice kind of makes up for it. It's still nice to listen to. Exactly, it's he has a refreshing because voice. Because of his sound, yeah. So, like, so, when, so yeah. you can never, you can never completely miss with Snoop Dogg. And he adds an element of almost relaxation to exactly I feel like any song he's on. Yeah. He can make a bad song good. Uh, case in point, his song with Lil Duval, Living My Best Life. That was a terrible song until Snoop Dogg <laughs> had his verse. I ain't going back and forth with you, nigga. By the time, yeah, by the time you get to Snoop Dogg's verse, it's a bop. That song is so funny to me, bro. That song made the radio. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a funny song. <laughs> Just that lie. I don't know why, but like, I'm not going back and forth with you, niggas. Yeah. Because it sounds like he's singing the song in the midst of an argument. Like, <laughs> like it should be a song where you Exactly. Just, it's like, yo, you know what? <laughs> Fuck y'all. I'm living my best life. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, dude. Honestly, I mean, it's a great pick. I can't. I thought you were going to say something wild. You often say things that are just, they're just so left field. I was prepared for you to say something just <laughs> but Snoop Dogg is great. And, but actually, here's yeah. my here's my most important point. Okay, let's get into uh, it. Before, before, we, before we move on. Uh, just that Snoop Dogg, like I said, he has consistent verses uh, quality-wise, but mm-hmm. he never outshines the main artist. Mm. You put Snoop Dogg on a track, um, you're not going to have people arguing, you know, like like they might with Kendrick Lamar features or with, um, you know, Andre 2000 features. Like, oh, man, who, you know, who who had the best verse on this song? Like, nobody, Snoop Dogg won't get on your song and, like, eat you up. You know he's not gonna kill you on your own song, which is exactly. which is good. It's kind from the it's perspective kind. of not. yeah, it, it is generous for Snoop Dogg to do. Yeah. Uh, so like he is is he's dependable. He's a dependable featured artist. You get him on your song, you know he's gonna come with fire or at least with you know that tone that people love. Uh, he'll bring it. He'll bring the star power that you always want. He's not gonna try to outdo you um, like Lil Wayne might or you know. Uh, like I said, Kendrick, or I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, no, that, yeah. Your last point, I um, just because you're naming so many different people, I feel like we'll we'll get into it when I get to my person. But um, I I think that is it that he's not outdoing the people, or is it that he couldn't outdo them? Well, I don't I don't think for like the like, context like how would how would Snoop, how would Snoop Dogg how would Snoop Dogg outdo Katy Perry? Like how would that have happened? Well, I guess that that point is more for rappers, for other rap. So rappers. name so name some some rap songs that he's been on where he hasn't outdone the other rapper. Um, so like his verse on Lupe Fiasco's uh, High Definition. Was he gonna outdo Lupe? Was that is that something is that something that Snoop Dogg could do? But what I'm saying is, it doesn't matter if he could or not because he doesn't. He it never does, does. kind of matter. You can't you can't you can't be like, hey, like you know why you, you know you can't just like say like, hey man, you always do this thing. This guy never does it. I was like, well, that guy couldn't do it. Like, like this this child couldn't punch me. You're punching me. I'm punching you because I could do it. 
what? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I, I would show me. I'm, I, not, I I'm see, not saying. I guess he he could have outrapped. You, you don't think he outdid uh, Little Duval? In that in that song, I wouldn't consider it outrapping him as far as saving the song. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll give you that. Because uh, it's only, like, I'm only uh, like if you're anyway. if you're comparing roommates, I would say you know my roommate's good because you know he doesn't stab me in my sleep. Like that's that's something that you never want. There are people that do it. That is true. That is true. But is it fair to give that like the? Because obviously you're happy you're not getting. I think it's a bonus because ha- there, it is a bonus. there are people that do features that will try to no you know right. out. It is you. it is a bonus and it's it's a bonus. Um, but I don't know if it's whether a bonus he can or not. Well, but I, I guess that's what I'm saying. Like I don't know if it's born of him being like you know what I'm not going to do that because I like understand like the song like needs me to come at this level. I think it's. But just I think either a way co- that's it's an a happy important, coincidence. It's a happy. That's an important aspect of of Snoop Dogg. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Yeah, yeah. As for bro, Snoop Dogg, I I think is dope. It's a really solid pick. Uh, he, you know, I love Snoop Dogg. You know, I got I got Doggy Style on vinyl, which is crazy. That's an insane thing to do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I th- every time I every time I remember that I have it, I'm like, why? Why do I have this? Uh, but cool. That was a I, wild album cover. I it remember is. Looking it's so. At that. I think that's why I wanted it on vinyl. I was in Austin and I grabbed it because I was like, whoa, what, I'm not gonna get Doggy Style. Like, and and I think I got it because so, so many of my favorite rappers. Um, cite that album is is just an album that they really really enjoyed growing up and i don't know i kind of like that like i like the idea of like people like enjoying what people i like like i don't know i'm weird like that but cool snoop doggy dog d-o-double-g drop it like it's hot that's adam's feature pick um cool and so i'll give my pick i also want to talk about so uh before i even say my pick something that came up to me and i'm going to use it to defend my pick uh a little bit um is because, and I want to know your thoughts on it before I get into it. What, mm-hmm. uh, so feature artists. Now, when you think about a feature, obviously we're talking about a song made by someone else that features that artist. But what about guest verses on albums that essentially, like, they serve as interludes or breaks, and essentially it's like a whole track, it's just that person. Like, I don't count that. Yeah, and so I see why you wouldn't count it. But, like, you should, though, because it is a feature on the album, and it, it's serving the same purpose, especially if the album didn't have a lot of features. Like, uh, like that's kind of how um, the reprise to Solo that has Andre 3000 on it, mm-hmm. on the Frank Ocean album, like, it definitely feels, like, that doesn't feel like a hymn song, just because we already heard the original by Frank, and it's so short, and it's, like, this, like, kind of, like, um, like, breath that just isn't frank it's almost meant to be like a pause uh i don't know i just as i was going through um this guy has like one of those as well and uh i'll include in my argument but i just thought it was interesting um because i think you know obviously i think andre 3000 is a great feature artist he's not the one i picked today um because the person i picked today is drum roll are you ready maestro um to no one's surprise it was the first person who came to my mind we thought about this i went back doubled back again and then i only became stronger in my opinion despite what adam said at the end of his point i am going with kendrick lamar so um why am i picking kendrick lamar why do i think he's a dope feature artist uh am i being a prisoner of the moment it's quite possible but kendrick lamar has featured on so many songs since he put out good kid mad city it's it's insane and i can't think 
of a time when I've seen him featured, and I thought, like, oh, no. It's always an excitement. It's always, like, a good thing. He's versatile, mm-hmm. just like you said. He's been on, like, contemporary rap, conscious rap, songs like New Frieza, um, which are more, like, trappy. He always brings just a dopeness. He can, like, mix and match a lot like Drake can. He's got that mass appeal. He was on a Taylor Swift song, you know, to match your Katy Perry song. He was on a Bad Blood feature. I think he makes Bad Blood fucking bop. I think that shit slaps with the Kendrick Lamar feature. Was you he can, on Bad Blood? Yeah, yeah. The, and baby, now we got bad blood. There's a yeah. There's a Kendrick Lamar uh, verse. Must have cut that in the radio edit. No, it's on. There, it was on the radio. Um, you know, it's on that Houston radio. Maybe that Dallas radio. I don't know about that Atlanta radio. Maybe y'all just like Taylor Swift, you know, by herself. <laughs> Uh, but uh, you know I can't speak for Atlanta. But uh, but yeah, you should check out that song. Really dope. Um, he's done stuff like that in the past where he can be featured on like um, kind of like popular singers' albums. Like he was featured on Scissor's album, Doves in the Wind. He's great there. He was he made a feature with Kid Cudi before it was cool on Solo Dolo Part Two, which is iconic. Um, you know he had features on uh, he featured on uh, Schoolboy Q's Oxymoron and Collard Greens. A lot of times it's unfortunate because to to go against the point that you made at the end, for Snoop Dogg, a lot of times Kendrick Lamar will be like a glowing rock in the song, but I will say that that can be a problem. It can, but it can also elevate your status. Like with, for example, New Frieza, in my opinion. Like, I think that guy got a boost by Kendrick Lamar being on that song. Is that That the name of the guy? No. That's the name of the song. No, 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 no. It's the name of the song. Oh, who's the guy? (laughs) Hold on, let me grab it real quick. Let me grab it real quick. Oh. oh, you gotta look it up. <laughs> so it must I'm not have elevated him no, that much. No, shut up. I'm breaking. I'm breaking. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, let me see if I type it. In. It's um, uh, Rich the Kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. It, like giving those features, even if they eat all over the other person, they like can elevate them. Drake does that a lot. Uh, like um, you know, when that song, uh, like, I can't remember this guy either, but, like, there's so many people where they're, like, young rappers or people who don't necessarily have the pool. When these big rappers come in and they, like, just, one, do a nasty, like, verse on their song, it's, like, really cool. Like, I'd be honored if I had a song and, like, Kendrick or Drake, like, really went in and, like, wrote this clean-ass verse because now I'm attached to this, like, you know, awesome Kendrick Lamar verse. And people are going to seek that out to hear my song. It's good if, it's good if, like, you are a big rapper already, and, like, you know, someone comes in, like, you know, Snoop Dogg or somebody who kind of is, like, just going to play their part, and it's, like, nice. And, in fact, you know, a lot of that features that we've talked about, we often talk about, like, you know, how, how features should kind of match the artist. They shouldn't be doing too much. It can actually hurt albums when features do too much. But a lot of times for these, like, singles and things like that that Kendrick was featuring on, it, it honestly just feels like him, you know, doing a solid for the community. You know, Kendrick, you know, despite the, the no-name critics, has been known in the past for a person who cares about his community, cares about people and, like, artists. Um, you know, he tried to, he claimed that he tried to lift off black artists um, <laughs> before on his music. So, you know, it's something that he cares about. Uh, and then two, uh, one, a big reason why I chose him as one of my favorite, as, you know, as my opinion, the, the best, one of the best feature artists of all time, and like, in my opinion, just so consistent, um, is a lot of his features like define his you know his musical career like the feature um, on Big Sean's Control. One is doing exactly what we're talking about, where it dominated the song to the point where I think it ruined it, but it caused a national like reaction. You know what I mean? Like think about that. Like this feature caused several rappers to feel some type of way, come out and say something. It 
in a way, reignited the conversation of who is the king of New York just because he claimed to be a, such a thing. It, 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 it pissed off so many people. Like, like people were just like, oh, he's out of his goddamn mind. The king of New York is, you know, XX, you know, who this or whoever. Um, and I just thought it was, it was incredible. I'd never seen a reaction like that. To, to a feature before. Big balls on Big Sean to just to leave it on the album. <laughs> like, uh, I laugh about it all the time. It's hilarious. The idea that he sent him the song and he was like, mm, I'm going to use this opportunity to, 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 to just I feel really, like you're making my argument really, for me that, <laughs> that Kendrick's well, no, I not disagree, the better feature. I disagree with your, your point that, that that is what makes a person a great feature. It's great for the artist. But as a listener, no, I don't want to hear someone who's going to be like safe all the time. I want to be, every time I see Kendrick Lamar, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if he's going to try to like set a new, a new bar for himself or a new pace. And I know that, the, and, and because it's so obvious that he's doing that, because it's, it's almost in the opposite direction of what you're saying about Snoop, where it's like, like if you, get, if, if, if you, if I was like your label, if I was a person working with you and I said, hey, we should get Kendrick Lamar on this song. You would be a little hesitant about that because you're like, well, is he gonna like? What's he gonna do? Like, 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 yeah. So it's like you know, worrisome for you. But as a fan, I'm excited. I'm ecstatic when I see Kendrick Lamar as featured on somebody's like song. I'm never like, oh man, like, like I'm never like, oh, what's this gonna be? Or, or is mm-hmm. it is it gonna be this? It's and he does. He's so versatile. He will change up his flow. His like every time he raps, it's something different. On fucking problems, uh, the ASAP Rocky song that featured Drake, Two Chains, to him, I felt like. He, when I first saw the song, I was like, oh, he seems a little out of his element. Like, this seems like this isn't going to be... But he fit right in perfectly. And in fact, uh, one of his verses, or I would say his verse sometimes gets, in my opinion, does get more crowd engagement than Drake's verse. Uh, you know, he's like, girl, I know you want this dick. Like, people, uh, I'm Kendrick Lamar, a.k.a. Benzes to me just a car. Like, that's not a typical Kendrick verse. Like, a.k.a. Benzes to me just a car. But, like, he matched, like, the energy that ASAP, uh, 2 Chainz, and Drake were all putting out. Because he like cares about like the whole of the song and still shot, you know what I mean? Like it's 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 incredible. And and there are times when he doesn't like, you know, go all the way out to try to like make the song, you know, be completely like one sided or different. Um, and when he does, I think he does really like take time to care. And that's kind of my, more so my point is that Kendrick has the option. He has to choose not to do that. I don't know if Snoop Dogg is that's a choice that he's actively making so much as like like Snoop Dogg was never gonna outwrap Kendrick on that on that song that he features on. And I love that song. He doesn't even really have a verse. He's like more of a bridge on that song. And because his voice is so smooth that he uses him as such. Um, and that's kind of a point to Snoop. I do love Snoop. Kendrick also has done features like the one on with J. Cole on Forbidden Fruit where he doesn't rap at all. He's just like singing or being a hook, which is very, very nice. I, he's just, he's got so much skill, so much talent. Um, you know, I could go on and on. Obviously, I'm a fan uh, but when I like started to just look through his verses, I was just once again reminded. Cause do you remember that? You remember when he came out and he was just like on everything? I mean, it happens for a lot of people. Like J Cole had like a run for a while where it was like it just seemed like everything that was coming out had like a J Cole like feature on it. But you know what I'm talking about? Where, like it was like around that time the Good Kid, Mad City came out and it was just like it, yeah. it was like he was the hottest rapper like in the world. It was crazy. I mean, that's kind of what happens when you know you see the the artists kind of breaking into the mainstream. Like they're they're kind of the hot new thing. Everybody's gonna want a piece, you know, especially yeah. when they're when they've got the talent. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess what what this what this argument boils down <laughs> to it seems like we're both of our people uh, have the versatility. They've got the star power. They've got you know their their own kind of classic sounds. That is true. Uh, that is true. We have so a lot of I guess 
what what where they where they differ i guess one um jt's argument sounds like it's uh one kendrick is a better rapper um and two i guess is it is it better for an artist to be able to outdo the primary the person artist. that they're that they're that they're featuring for yeah definitely and I, yeah, so and that's, I guess, yeah, and that's what it'll come down to. Um, and like we said, we're gonna put this poll up, uh, but don't stop there. If you guys have opinions, we want to know what you think. Tweet at us, or you know, like we always say, like give us a comment on the website. Um, and like you know, we really appreciate that. We may like even read them. Uh, so definitely keep doing that. Um, I will say one last thing too. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, Kendrick also featured on Blonde, and that's pretty dope. He was also featured on Beyonce's. Lemonade. That's also really dope. He's got like legendary features. <laughs> I'm gonna cut so, those out. <laughs> no, you can't. No, that's, if that's, we just, I mean, I can list if we just list in songs that people have featured on. I can list some songs. Okay, yeah, no, no list, list to, some songs. Not trying list to go some songs. I, I, I want you no, to list some songs. Listen, you ain't got no songs to list. <laughs> sliding on. So, like we said, going about sliding on to our next topic, we're gonna get into our album review and. Today we are reviewing CeeLo Green's CeeLo Green is Thomas Calloway. You know, I'm a fan of when people make uh titles like that. I don't know why. No, I I'm like where where it's like a sentence of some I, kind of I love sentence titles. I love yeah. sentence now I'm gonna start doing that more. I don't like this one. But I do love <laughs> sentence titles. Like like you like the way that it's structured was like mm-hmm. it was like interesting to me initially. Um but Thomas Calloway is CeeLo Green's actual name, correct? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Um, so as we're kind of getting into this, one of the first things I wanted to talk to you about was the album artwork. Uh, do you know anything about that? Is it just, is that him? Is it just a picture of him? Yeah. Okay, cool. I what do you mean, is that him? You don't know what he looks like? I, I've seen CeeLo Green. So this, this is, a, so you say that, but I've seen CeeLo Green 99% of the time. He's always wearing shades. And so in this picture, he's not. And, and because it's like shaded, I, I honestly couldn't tell. He, this person, the person in this picture looks, in my opinion, very skinny, and I know Celia Green is not that. So it was like kind of. Nah, I felt me. like that was that was his, that was a distinctive Celia Green shape. I was what? starting to thunder here. Are you looking at it right now? Because I am not seeing a, dis- a distinctive. No, Celia hold Green on. Shape. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at it now. I guess I could see how. <laughs> I I still won't say that that looks like, you know, just any any old regular schmegular you know, person. I really can't tell. But I'm the like, shadows, the shadows do kind of, if you, if you, <laughs> if, I only knew it was him because of his If mouth. you're not like me and, and you know, you don't look at pictures of CeeLo Green, Green all day, day. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you do get that CeeLo Green tattoo, so that's, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess, I guess I'll give you a pass. Okay, cool, cool. Oh. I, I like the retro style of it. And it speaks to what the album is, maybe potentially. Yeah. It, um, it does it fits i the title doesn't really have anything to do with, with the, album, the album so i do yeah. kind of agree with you there yeah that's kind of weird but, because, because I mean, the title speaks to almost like a you know rebranding or a unmasking yeah or or some sort of like introspective yes like album this is who i am this is who i am and do you feel that way about this album I, I don't think so. I think it's it does definitely kind of speak to some personal things in his life, but I've I don't 
I don't think it was it got deep enough. No, it's so surface level. Where where it would warrant uh, this uh, kind of title. Let's yes, let's get into it. Um, before I speak about it, uh, did, did you like this album overall? I did. I I thought it was a very interesting album. I know <laughs> I know you weren't a big fan. You don't know that. You don't know what I'm about to say. <laughs> you have no I, idea what I'm about to say. <laughs> based on <laughs> based on our our what we what we've discussed previously, um, but. But yeah, I thought it was I thought it was really interesting. It it so CeeLo Green it has a very uh strange career, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like he he kind of uh is genre bending in almost everything that he does. Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's too out of pocket no, to say. Not, no, it's not out of pocket at all. Um, you know, starting from from a rap group, Goody Mob, you know, going into, you know, R and B soul um you know dipping into pop here and there you know he mm-hmm. he like like that one song uh from Charles Barkley he's a transformer yeah you know he kind of uh he's almost like uh you know how we were saying black ips kind of change their their sound with every album that they do Cielo green is kind of a similar but i feel like like a lot a lot hipper it's less uh, it's less obvious um, yeah what Cielo Green is doing, but I'd also he, say it's he kind of does the same thing. I also say it's a little, sometimes less successful as far as like. You think so? I well, uh, less successful. Less mainstream, I guess. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's it's definitely I mean. kind of the wave. Fringe. The wave is not nearly as big, so it never feels as like. Um, I don't. Know, I don't know. If people say this about the Black Eyed Peas, but someone could say that like the way the Black Eyed Peas do it feels cheap. I don't necessarily get that feeling from Cielo Green. Like I don't get that he's doing it to get to this like. To like reach this like bigger mass appeal, like grab this audience. Right. It yeah, feels definitely. more like he's doing it because he wants. Yeah, it's, to. it's not mass appeal by any by any. Yeah, exactly. Means. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this album in particular, um, I got it's it's kind of old fashioned R and B, like a uh, disco era R and B, um, kind of almost doo wop. I felt a lot of the songs I felt like would fit on a Dreamgirls uh, soundtrack or Hairspray, um, you know the musicals. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of it's mellow um for for the majority of it um and, and then every once in a while you get a weird burst of country energy yes um and which I hated it i guess we can we can go into it now so the the strange thing about this album there were so many strange things about this album yeah um i guess the first one is that it was completely produced by uh this guy dan auerbach Mm-hmm. Um, which, if you're a, a rock fan, you'll know as the the guitarist and lead singer of the Black Keys, which um, which doesn't it, it. But when I found that out, it didn't make any more sense. Exactly to, to why the album sounded <laughs> like this. It, so <laughs> it was the whole thing was um, recorded and um, written, produced um, at uh, Dance Studio um, in Nashville, Tennessee. So I guess that kind of explains why so many of maybe? the contributors are uh, majority country musicians he had he had a lot of uh like some of the it was a it was a very small team um as far as like writing and producing was involved but the people uh the people that helped write this this album um worked with artists like garth brooks johnny cash yeah kenny chesney Dusty elvis like shelton aretha yeah. franklin wilson pickett yeah like so it's like a and i get when, when you listen to it it makes sense when when you see those things because it's like oh like he that that explains why this sounds like this 
is because you know this is like a country writer given given to a, a soul R&B singer uh, produced by a rock uh, musician. It's 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 this weird combination of of things. Yeah. But I I liked how it turned out overall. Um, another thing I thought was strange was just the how little press it got. It's like I was surprised to hear that a CeeLo Green album had come out, and maybe he's just not as big an artist as I thought he was, just because I've kind of been listening to to some of his music. And I won't say I'm a big CeeLo Green fan. I've listened to the Nars Barkley stuff, and like he's had a lot of radio hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I was surprised, like. His, the Wikipedia page for this album doesn't even have the the album artwork on it. That's like crazy. it looks like it was barely, you know, Maybe like they was, just kind of. Do you know there's like a, a label switch or a move that was made? Well, the label the label that uh, that released this song was Easy Eye Sound, so it was, it was all done by Dan Dan Auerbach. Okay, interesting. I wonder if that had anything to do with like the lack of um, advertisement for it. Cause yeah, we didn't know about it. I didn't hear about it. You told me about it. I was excited because I was like, "Ooh, CeeLo Green!" That quickly. Faded um, <laughs> as I listened. Uh, so my so yeah. So my opinion on the album, um, Adam has alluded to, you know, not my favorite. I I um, as we were going through it, I lamented that it was hard for me to get through it. I I kind of listened again as you know as we do, and I will say that on the second listen, I understood why it was so hard for me to get through it because the pom- the moments I was stopping in my opinion were like the worst in the album. Um, did you think, st- <laughs> did you I, stop at people watching? I I did I did I stopped at people <laughs> watching. Um, but I will say honestly, from from lead me to, to like doing it all together, it it was tough. Like so, it's this That's you, the second you, song. You said yeah. I I didn't really even like the first one, but the first one. So I think this album we we kind of talked about it yesterday as far as expectations. This you have to have the proper expectations for this album. And I think in my opinion, this album. I couldn't have had worse expectations. I think the timing of the album. Like this album came out in the summer, like June twenty fifth, right? Like that's when this. I'm pretty sure that's when this dropped, or like July. Um, the twenty sixth, yeah. Twenty sixth, yeah. It's a summer album. On my second listen, I'm like, this couldn't be more of a winter album to me, <laughs> and I just like it, nothing about it felt like summery. Like I really only start to enjoy it when I was like sitting somewhere, kind of like coast up but like i was driving around and i was just like this is just not getting me there oh yeah and and <laughs> and and specifically i was just like it, it is old you're right it sounds like it could be in the dream girl soundtrack and i don't like that it's the this album sounds like something that my grandma would be listening to for sure yeah and it would like be getting to me <laughs> like and i'd be like damn i gotta get out of this car i gotta go somewhere <laughs> like it it and it was just like shocking how old it sounded. I was like, and 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 I know that's probably their attention, hundred percent. Like it wasn't like, but they're not gonna hear that and then be like, what? Like it sounds old. Like so, like and part of me is like, you know, is this is this for me? You know, maybe it was not for me. Um, and maybe that's why I didn't get the attention it got because maybe it was you know for more of like a mainstream CeeLo Green fan. Maybe he was like, yeah, I'm not gonna put you know a lot into this because you know this is like personal project. I enjoy it. I want to make music with Dan. I like it. Um, but like some of the. Like, you know what I kept thinking of as I listened to this album was Randy fucking Newman. And I don't know why, but, like, so many of the lyrics really? feel like... Really? It doesn't sound uh, anything like Randy Newman. Felt like a, like, you know, just like a, like, um... There was a couple ones where it's just like, sitting on the bed. It's just kind of like, like, I guess that doo-wop sound that you were talking about, but, like, 
uh, I don't know, maybe think of like that short people song by Randy. Newman. I guess I guess people watching I could see. Yeah, people watching was Newman, one. But of that's it. the only one. People watch. Yeah, it's just it's so a lot of it was kind of campy to me. Um, and I specifically remember thinking on Lead Me, I was like, this sounds like it sounds the kind of campy that a like on Lead Me when it kept getting to that, I kept thinking that it I was watching like the intro to like Family Matters or something like that like, like people were opening doors it was like starring Adam is me like, it's like yeah that's you, that that's that kind of musical feel that I was that I was talking about yeah and um and I don't know I mean if you like the intros to those old type of like you know black sitcoms and like this is gonna be a great album for you uh but for me it was it was just weird I was just like why and then you're right every now and then we get into country um and the country would feel I, I would feel like I was tricked into listening to country. Um, and I don't even, I, I think country's fine. I have nothing against country, but it felt like it, it, it felt like it invaded my personal space every time it happened on this album. Um, and uh, I will say that it got better, though. I will say that. Um, and I think the end of the album, I liked. I like, I really like Down With The Sun, Thinking Out Loud. And if my memory serves correct, I believe I liked The Way as well. Uh, Slow Down, I even thought was good. It's kind of like, like maybe it, it beat me into submission. I don't know. No, you know what it was. The production on the end of the album felt less like just like simple. And I but I feel like they wanted it to be simple. Like they like they got what they wanted. I don't I think just, it was simple at all. I, I just don't like it. You don't think I, it was I, simple? I I, re, I actually really liked the production on this. It was um it was a live everything was live band. Um they had like it was it was a full orchestra pretty much for the majority of the song. Well, that's so unfortunate because I really didn't like it. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was very well put together. Lots of um, lots of moving parts that kind of blended blended well. Uh, they do, you know, kind of choir. They bring in choirs at, in some of the songs. I thought those matched. I guess. I guess you probably appreciated the um, like the the old schoolness of it, and like that wasn't lost on you. And it's like you know, it's kind of obvious. Like we say, like the 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 cover is retro. Um, so it's not necessarily like a huge surprise that this is a you know a um kind of like a throwback album but it didn't feel innovative to me like like i guess like because because i hear what you're saying with the production you're like yeah you know these things sounded good they blended well yeah of course yeah they sounded good like they didn't sound bad like i didn't hear anything i was like oh that's off or like that's not right but it sounded it was just so uninteresting to me i couldn't like even when i listened to it again i was like found myself being bored very quickly as the songs got into it like it it just nothing like was like oh that's different and we've done another album on you know, the podcast that was essentially like a like a retro like album with the Dua Lipa one and I felt like the production on that was it, like it sounded like old but then there were times that felt like refreshing it felt like CeeLo Green was doing a cover album of these songs that were like older and I know that they're not they're like fresh written songs but it didn't feel like it was him being like this is my take like this is how I would do some of these older songs that I really liked it kind of felt more like he was like, no, like I like this music and I'm gonna do songs, these type of songs, and so it wasn't like exciting to me. But I could see someone who wants that kind of music and who likes Cee Green to enjoy this album because it doesn't take like, you know, even the country, the bits of country that we get. I don't think those are huge risk um, when you think about what the production already is. Uh, you know, they're like sweet and like melodic and country and like R and B and like rap have a lot of similarities like already. So like I don't think it's crazy that he slipped into that. Um, it, I, I didn't like it, but like that's just me, a personal thing. Uh, but like I say, I do like the end of the album to me, though. Um, and I don't know if you even noticed it, if you thought there was anything different in the production from the uh, beginning to the end. 
but uh, the end of it felt more interesting. I don't know, just to me personally. I like, I, I really liked um, Down. I think it was Down with the Sun. Uh, that one, I don't know, that one is probably my favorite. It stood out to me both times. Like, I was like, ooh, like, like that was by far my favorite. I remember listening to it and being like, ooh, this is one that I could keep listening to. Um, or if I heard someone play it, I wouldn't be like, oh, no. Uh, but I remember I started, I played For You in the car. We were going to get burgers. And Linda was like, oh, who's this song? And, like, I don't know if she, if she like, cursed me or something. But, like, I, I was like, oh, come on. And then I was just like, oh, no. Like, I, like, I could get back into it. Um, did you get, like, Christmas vibes at all from the album? Um, I didn't. Oh, I kept getting Christmas vibes. And I got, like, a lot of gospel vibes, too. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I did pick up on some of those gospel vibes. Um, like I said, some of those bursts of country. And when I say Christmas, I mean like the gospel Christmas. Like I meant like that, like, like you know, like like a black, uh, like Silent Night by the uh, by Bones, <laughs> Bones, uh, you know what I mean? Like like that. Um, he did. It's it's funny that you say Christmas album because CeeLo did do a Christmas album. Oh, I think he did. the album the album before this no like two two albums ago, he did a Christmas album. That's crazy. Let me see. Uh, oh no, not that Bones. It's like CeeLo's magical uh, moment or something like that. What I meant though was uh, Silent Night by um, Boys to Men. That's what that's what was something. Oh was really? No, me. I didn't get that at all. Not necessarily that bit, but just like how like like you know you would hear these like R and B groups do these kind of like Christmas like like songs, and the songs would always be kind of stripped down to like the basic keyboard keys, and like like it, they would be kind of like more sensual. That's kind of what it was giving me. Let me say, I don't think I don't think this production was really stripped down though. Yeah, not stripped down isn't a good word, but I just mean like. Uh, I I guess I'm not finding the Wait, right intimate? Words. Intimate, yeah. That's kind of what I would mean. Sometimes like sometimes like the keys and things would feel very like intimate. Um and that's kinda of how some of those like Christmas songs I'm referencing like felt like. Uh but it, def- it definitely it never it kind of every time I felt that it was only for like like a beat or two like in a song. It was never like a whole song. But I was just I don't know, like like yeah, it was interesting. Like, like when when it started I was kind of like, Oh, like this is kind of and then and we talked about it, but the lyrics never get deep enough to like like let that be interesting like this was um this is one of those albums where i didn't look at the lyrics at all because i was like i know everything he's saying all the time <laughs> it's very i did i looked up the lyrics because i i was trying to see if there was a, a kind of theme to the album hmm. overall i feel like i would i would kind of label this like a I don't know. It felt like an ex-husband album to me, if that makes sense. Like it seems like uh, going just going through the songs. Uh, the first one for you, is, you know, it's about uh, this guy who, you know, thinks he's in love with this person, mm-hmm. um, but it kind of like as you go through the album, it doesn't really work out. You see, uh, songs three and four, they're about his kids, little mama. Uh, yeah. It's about one of his daughters, um, and then don't lie is about. It seems like uh, going off of, I think in Lead Me, Lead maybe going me. off of Lead Me, <laughs> Lead Me. I mean, uh, but yeah, it kind of, kind of, it kind of seemed like a song about, uh, you know, this dad trying to uh, kind of relate to his kids, you know, from from the outside. I guess it almost seemed like, you know, like a like a divorced parent type of thing. Yeah. Is what I got from it. No, um, yeah, I wonder how love like feels. I, I, I think people watching was definitely the worst song in the album. <laughs> um, Thank you. Just like, yeah, every time like I got there, I was just like, oh, ah, oh, damn. <laughs> 
people watch but when he talks about his beer being low i was like that's not yeah that's that was one of the and the i think jethro is his name <laughs> like yeah. that definitely like, like super super campy like cheesy lyrics <laughs> uh super country i i count it there's there's 12 songs on this album um one two three four five of them are kind of like country-ish yeah that's a lot <laughs> yeah uh, people watching is like the most <laughs> yeah. out of all of those um and then just like ima- imagine if you got in the car with like the homies and you were like you were like you don't listen to that new CeeLo agree y'all. yeah i got the new CeeLo hold on hold on i got it yo people watch it <laughs> he would owe you an apology yeah i could definitely that. it's i think context is definitely very important like you were saying for this album like yeah. i was when i listened to this i was in my bed doing like crossword puzzles see so, that sounds perfect so i was chilling <laughs> you know that was like i was doing the best thing i could have done for this album yeah that's that's definitely a way better and then i went back and like listened to it again later um i still enjoyed it uh but yeah like if you're is it, I don't think it's really a like driving in the car type of album. Unless it's, it's not, like really late at night or something, and you're about to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, maybe, or like, like in the morning, I yeah. guess. Like oh as yeah, a wake no, up, a morning album, maybe kind of nice. on your way to work or something. Or getting ready for church. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. getting ready for church album. Yeah. That could. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then um, so going back to what I was saying, like uh, theme wise, as you as you keep going through it, people watching doesn't fit any any themes at all. I feel like they just threw that in because they had it. Yeah. Um, but then kind of so that one I didn't like that one and then I didn't like You Gotta Do It All. Uh it was a it was a well made song, but like just kind of Yeah, I feel like the theme was just kinda I don't know, you know how I am. I I, I don't like bad messages in songs. So <laughs> this one was kinda like uh, you know, like I need I need my woman to be, you know, what do you say? Like my, my mother, my father, my sister and my brother. You gotta come when I when I call, you gotta uh, you gotta help me out, be a helping hand. You know, it's just like this this big list of everything he expects from this woman. Yeah. Yeah, and and it kind of wasn't. He didn't say anything about you know this is what I'll do for you because the I think the hook was like basically it was like because I'm I'm useless and I need somebody to take care of me. Yeah, it's uh, yeah it's. <laughs> so that one didn't really sit well with me. It d- didn't, um, yeah, it didn't stand so well with you. Uh, and then doing it all together was kind of like, uh, it it kind of ties back into you know the the divorced husband type of thing where it's like, hey, uh, we might not be together, but we're raising the kids together, so it's almost like we're together, <laughs> type of thing. Um, slow down, I forget what slow down was about. But uh, and then the the last I forget what the way was about as well. But down with the sun and thinking out loud were both kind of I felt it felt to me like suicidal themed. Mm. Where it's like, hey, if if nobody's gonna love me, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm I'm getting old. Uh, you know, it's kind of it's kind of late in the game for me to you know find what I'm looking for. So I might as well just kind of kill myself. Maybe that's why I like it. it. <laughs> yeah. What were you? What were you? Especially like? thinking out loud. The way the way that it that the song ends so abruptly yeah and that's this isn't the first time that he's had kind of a song like that um i remember Norris barkley um uh and i've tried everything but suicide but it's mm. crossed my mind yeah. i forget what that one was called but yeah but it's kind of the same that that same kind of theme do you what, um, what were your like top three on the album top three i had 
I had, well, I have, I wrote down a top four. I have four of you, leave me, thinking out loud, down with this one. Nope, three. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess if I had to cut one, I would cut lead me. Oh, it is. So, yeah, four four of you, thinking out loud, down with this one. Okay. No, that's cool. I can can respect that. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting because two of those were written by the same guy, Roger Cook. Oh, Oh, Seal Seal didn't write these songs? Well, yeah, he, uh, Dan Dan and Seal wrote, uh, they have writing credits on every song. Oh, okay. And then there, there's always three people. There's three writers credited on each song. So for most of the most of the album, the third person is Bobby Wood. Um, but for Thinking Out Loud and For You, it's Roger Cook. Hmm. And they're both, uh, like I said, they're they're both kind of mostly country uh, themed writers. But or actually, no, I lied. Roger Cook is pop. Um, Bobby Wood is is country. Paul Overstreet is another guy. That's a good name, um, Bobby Wood. Damn. John Anderson, David Ferguson, and that's it. Hey, would you would you jump off that that bridge, Bobby Wood? Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but cool, cool. All right. Yeah, uh, I, I did want to mention. Did you notice? Do you think that they the title of these songs that it was intentional? The way, because some of them kind of like. What do you mean? Like, for you lead me, little mama don't lie. Uh, you got to do it all, doing it all together. Slow down, down with the sun. Uh, oh. It, yeah, I'm just kind of. I noticed as I was looking at it, like the track. I was like, some of these kind of like, they lead like, just like into the yeah, yeah. like into the title of the next one. The songs don't flow like that, but I thought it was interesting. It doesn't do it enough that it's like obvious, but it does it sometimes <laughs> that it made me uh, be like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question because yeah, the the songs don't really yeah like link up, but it was just so, well. I, I mean, about. I guess the little mama don't lie. Those two go together because yeah, they're they both about the kids. Yeah, um, you got to do it all, doing it all together. I guess kind of tie in together. Yeah. Well, no, they don't because it's kind of opposite ideas. Interesting, but I mean that might be what he was trying to do, especially if it is that divorce. Because you know sometimes like like you talk as you were talking about that song, I didn't get into it, but sometimes you make songs where you're playing, like, a character or a version of yourself that is saying something uh-huh. that's terrible to, like, just get the idea that that thought exists, like, out into the world, you know? Like, um, not that that thought necessarily <laughs> is something that people were questioning existed or not, but, uh, but you know, sometimes you, you want know, to be honest with yourself. You're like, yeah, that's, you know, I'm a selfish person. Like, that's what I am. I don't know if that's what that song was saying, once again, because you read it and I didn't, but it was a thought I had when you were kind of going through it. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, that, was, that was just something I noticed. Uh but yeah, man. So you know, so Cecilia Green's album, uh, I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, but, <laughs> but I, I would. I feel I, like if you if you know what you're about to listen to, it can be very enjoyable. Like okay. even I enjoyed it, and I didn't know what I was about to listen to. But especially if you're if you're into kind of older school um, R and B, if you like, you know, kind of doo wop type music. But you also got to uh, you know like Motown. It's, if you like if you like Motown and you're not averse to country music, I think you can enjoy this album. I guess like because you're right, but I guess it would be if you like because whenever I had that thought, because I thought about that, I was like, yeah, if you like you know like Motown or that older style of music, you might like this. But then I was like, but then why would you just go listen to that? Like why would you listen to this if you were like fiending for more? I guess. Well, I mean because it's new. That is if true, it's like. Yeah, what 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 would you do if people just stopped making 
you know, rap music because we already have rap music. No, but it's existing. like the, it doesn't so like, make any sense. A, a thing that it made me think about was the Kalani album because I said the same thing about the Kalani album where I felt like it could be like older, but there were moments where I felt like she was kind of giving like this like twist to it. This one feels very similar to that where I'm like, oh, it's almost the same, but like I don't like what if if you and it's okay if you can't, but like were there moments in this album that you can like recall that you were like, oh, this is like kind of like a fresh take on this. Um, not necessarily. Yeah, so you kind of would have to want, you'd have to like CeeLo Green too, right? Like, you'd have to, like, be into that music and then think, ooh, I want to hear CeeLo Green do that. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think. Because you're, you're a CeeLo Green I don't fan. think you whether or not music. you like CeeLo Green is a, is a huge factor. Certainly I feel like if so. you, say again? It certainly helps though, right? Yeah, it'll help. Like, if you, if you like CeeLo Green, then you can enjoy this album. If you like you know, old school R&B, you can enjoy this album. If you like both, then you'll probably enjoy this album. If you don't like either of them, then <laughs> <laughs> you might want to skip it. But I feel like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I feel like you don't have to, you don't have to like CeeLo Green to enjoy this album. Okay, yeah. If you like some of the other In things fact, that we've been saying. Yeah, and that's actually a good point too. Um, because I, I guess another way to look at it too, because I bet there's some people who would think that they wouldn't like this album because it's CeeLo Green, but they don't really know who Cedar Green is, um, or, like, the fact that he would make music like this. You know, with that all being considered, the last question that I had for you, or I guess the way I wanted to wrap this up, is, so, um, you don't consider this to be a rebrand. You think this is par for the course for CeeLo? Yeah, I think so, uh, just because he's known to, you know, kind of shift the way he does things. Exactly. Um, I, I don't think we'll see another album like this, um, I mean, if we if we did, I think that's fine. He's done, he's done a couple of albums back to back that were kind of the same, uh, kind of poppy funk style before. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, it's pop not out of the realm of possibility. Describe. Yeah, pop funk. Um, but I I feel like this is this this seems like more of a kind of one one and done type of like exploration album. Yeah, I and I I guess and that's kind of what I meant by the title not really liking it is because it. It, it to me feels this is what the, the album feels to me like he likes Dan they were in connection um, mm-hmm. they happen to be in the same place uh, they made this album with the people who were around they enjoyed it I bet it was fun to make it sounds like he had a fun time while he was making it um, yeah I think so yeah I hope so exactly I, I would hope so uh, I don't see it as like a, a rebranding or some type of because like when you say like oh CeeLo Green is like when you start you know going by your real name you think you know we're gonna get really deep and we and, and he does touch on personal things but it, they never. It, they never go like you said like you know it, it feels like a very shallow pool you know um yeah it's he, not i i feel like he doesn't really attach those things to himself exactly as much like we kind of like how i like we 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 kind of almost have to connect the dots ourselves like exactly. oh this is about his life his children or his like wife or his relationship it certainly is not an expose which is kind of what i was I was like oh is he gonna is this like a tell all you know are we mm-hmm. are we seeing the man behind the mask you know um and not really it kind of just made just be like oh CeeLo green is a human being um it's like yeah we, i hope we all knew that already uh <laughs> but um but cool 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 so yeah adam recommends it i really don't uh <laughs> i recommend down <laughs> with the sun i like the song down with the sun and i still support CeeLo green i was going to say this too which is which really mean because <laughs> i had i had all these like mean riffs like just ready to go uh when i was really upset but one of the ones that came to me is i was like i liked him better as a hot tub but <laughs> 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 but 
but that was that was about bro. That's just yeah. you were just trying to be hurtful. Yeah, I know. That's why I didn't want. I, that's that why was I a dope episode, though. <laughs> that's why I, I was. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's our album review. Um, and now we're going to get into our uh, lyrical, miracle, spherical, jerical, um, empirical. empirical. There we go. Satirical. Satir- Ooh, satirical. That's a new um, one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, uh, 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 okay. And so, <laughs> all right, cool. So, um, so it's my turn this week. Uh, I'm going to break down the rules. Uh, before I do that real quick, Adam, I want to ask you to give me just a few moments, a few moments to get my clues in order. Um, I think you're going to get this one. I felt like kind of mean for the Isaiah Rashad one, so I'm trying to pull it back a bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, while, while you're doing that, I can explain the rules. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, you explain the rules. Like um, so JT has found a, a musical artist, and he's going to give me a bunch of clues about who this artist is, and I have to try to guess who the artist is. I have a minute on the clock. Um... And the clues will get more and more obvious uh, the longer it takes for me to, to guess this person. Um, as you're listening, please play along and see if you can beat my time and guess who it is. Um, shout out to uh, Rachel for, for beating JT's time in the last episode. Uh, we sent her her medal. Um, if you do beat my time, uh, let us know um, either on our website in the contact us form or um, you know shout us out on, on Twitter or whatever, um, and we'll send you a medal for this episode uh, for having beat my time. Exactly, and it's a glorious medal, too. Um, it really you know, is. Uh, it's made of gold. Designed by me and Adam, uh, you know, both of our creative minds put into it. Um, I think it exhibits the, one, the nature of the competition uh, in it being like a speed-based medal, and the yeah. fact that we're both black, and the fact there's a black man <laughs> associated with it. So it kind of, you know, encompasses all of that, and it's really just fun and exciting, so you definitely want it. <laughs> yeah, uh, collector's item. Exactly. You, you can't yeah. just get these anywhere. You can't. You really can't because, <laughs> I mean, that's just the truth. You couldn't get it. <laughs> 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 so, as I said, I think this will be somewhat easy. Um, I even have, I think I have it marked that you should get it at clue four, but, you know, you never cease to amaze me. So, I'm getting it at clue point five. You're going to be, be halfway done be with the first clue. That'd be crazy. And I'm going um, to knock it down. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Maestro, can I get a minute on the clock? All right, Here we thank go. you very Here much. We Here we go. Ready? Let us begin. Okay, so this artist is a rapper, singer, songwriter, and record producer. There are one other thing, but I am not going to say that. Okay. They were, they were born. Is it actor? Huh? No, it's not. They were born okay. November 15th, 1988. 88. And their genres... Are, is it J. Cole? No, it's not J. Cole. Their, their genres are hip-hop, rock, and pop. Is it Will I Am? No. <laughs> I, I, that I was about, already... I thought already about making did it Will Yeah, I thought about making it CeeLo, but... <laughs> hip-hop, rock, and pop. Yeah. All right. You ready for the next clue? The Associated yeah. Acts... Um, so this one could help, are Jim Johnson, Lupe Fiasco, Scotty ATL. The next Lupe clip. Fiasco is the only person that I know from that list. <laughs> you know Jim Johnson. <laughs> we Do stay I? high, no love. Oh, okay. You Jim, I thought that was Jim fly. Jones. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> you right, bro. Cut that out. <laughs> that <is> Jim Jones. <laughs> ah, that's so funny. Oh, okay. Uh, his name is a pain in the ass to type. So as I was looking for clues, I had to keep typing his name. I didn't like that. Um, his name, and this is the one I think you'll get it. So get ready. This is the biggest clue for you. For listeners at home, if you haven't gotten it, this should be the big giveaway. His name is a reference to a famous song by a popular duo. Did you get it? <laughs> um, his name, a reference to a popular song. Mm-hmm. A reference to a song by a popular duo. Yeah. I'm assuming you're talking about Outkast. I am talking about Outkast. But what song? That was that was the next. I was gonna say say Outkast if he doesn't get it. <laughs> so the popular duo is Outkast. Are you, are you ready for the, Are you ready for the next what song clue? of theirs? Is yeah. The next clue is real big. You should you definitely get it. Um. Uh. <laughs> uh so well, no, this this one isn't that yeah, big. He, he, he signed he signed to Atlantic uh, Records. That's a, it's a part. That doesn't of help. Is that the clue? Yeah, no, that wasn't the big clue. That was just another clue. But okay, here we go. Here we go. This person had a breakout single. Are you ready? Had a breakout single with the lead singer of Paramore. Oh, um, dang. What's his name? <laughs> it's a pain in the ass to type. I'll tell you that. What's his name? Man. <laughs> you know it. I know you do. Don't tip your tongue. I know the song. His biggest breakout single. Is with You're talking a, about airplanes, right? Yes, I am. And his biggest breakout single is, Who is with that? Bruno Mars. Dang. That's the one that uh, made him man. popular. And that's Beautiful Girls. Damn. Yeah. What's his name? You know. <laughs> <laughs> he's from Atlanta. And he, uh, and he signed a TI's label, too. It's not just Atlantic. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't Google it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not about to because he did another. Is it? This is the same guy that did um, Millionaire, right? I want to be a. A billionaire. No, no, that was Travis McCoy. Was, was that a different? Oh, Bruno yeah, Mars right. was on that song. Bruno Mars was in both of those. Yes, but not this guy. Not Damn. This guy. The thing I was gonna say at first, it, it's, it's he is a rapper, singer, songwriter, record producer, and a conspiracy theorist. Is what it says on his Wikipedia. That wouldn't have helped me. He he is this the flat Earth guy? Yeah, is this the flat Earth guy? Uh, damn. Damn, this is tough. That's wild. <laughs> Are you not gonna get it? Um, I know you feel where I'm coming from, <laughs> regardless of the things in the past that I've done. Most of it really was for the hell of a fun. Does he ever say his name in that song? He says his name in some songs. His middle name is Ray. Just trying to get some. <laughs> trying to chase skirts living in the summer sun. How are you so I lost reciting I lyrics? But, you didn't look- <laughs> but honestly, I ended up with none. What's his name? Wow. I don't know. <laughs> no, bro. Oh, yeah, I know, bro. I had to get you to guess it. Maybe you the whole package, plus you pay your taxes. Uh, hmm. Okay, do you want me Yeah, to, give me another clue. You, okay, I'll tell you the name <laughs> of the Outcast song, and then that should help. Let's come up with his name. Are you ready? So the Outcast song was Bombs Over Baghdad. Oh, yeah, B.O.B. Yes. <laughs> yes, we did that's it. What, that's right. Woo, okay, guys. That's <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah, it was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> that's terrible. Do you want to you cut it and we can do another one? <laughs> No, I'll keep it. <laughs> we got to keep okay, it real. Okay, we're going to have to give out some medals this week. I can tell you that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of medals this week. Wow. Bro, you B-O-B. was. B.O.B. I know people got it when you started singing the lyrics to his song. How did you. Did you just remember those lyrics? How did you sing those lyrics without looking up the person B.O.B.? No, yeah, I just know those lyrics. That's crazy. I, That's crazy to me that <laughs> you remember the lyrics to Beautiful Girls. I could have done uh, Airplanes too, but. 
No, I remember Eminem's verse from Airplanes. Yeah. Yeah, me too, actually. That's funny. I remember a little bit of his as well. Uh, that that was a time when I was... <laughs> Let's pretend. Marshall Mathers never picked up a pin. <laughs> I love that that's song. My, that's my I was, Eminem. I was still in, into Eminem when that song came out, and I was very much a big... I was like, oh my god, like, this song was already great, and now it's featuring Eminem? Yeah, that was... <laughs> Eminem is another is another one that that used to like feature on people's songs and, just and like kill them, them on their own just songs. Destroy yeah. them. That's why I didn't pick him because I was like, well, I was. He's like, gonna have a hard time explaining to Halion Laney this food stamps. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that pretty good? It's is up there, yeah, for sure. It's definitely it's <laughs> it's at least a seven out of ten. Uh, but cool, cool. Uh, so yeah, you know, if you guys were able to guess Bob, uh, <laughs> man, I'm I am. <laughs> devastated what do you think you what, what clue do you think you should have known it by <laughs> i should i should have known about the outcast i don't know thing, right i'm thinking yeah i guess so yeah i guess so i thought that if i just said his name was a pain in the ass to type you would um you would like oh like, think see i was thinking i was thinking more like long. like currency or uh x xxx okay uh, you were on the right path then yeah it's just a pain in the ass i couldn't i was thinking yeah, I could, I could see that. Because you can't the just type in capital you letters type in and then the periods. And you, have to, you have to just put a P, a B dot O dot B. I'm just like, that yeah. fucking sucks. Like, like you, you remember when Drom took the took the uh, the the periods out of his name? Oh, no, I don't. You don't? I know he did that. Oh, but there's a hilarious video that I'm going to send you after this that, like, he, like, he announced it with, like, a funnier die video, and it was hilarious. But, yeah, and I think that was such a good move because it makes it so much easier <laughs> for me to look him up. But cool, yeah. So like we said, guys, if you beat Adam, definitely let us know. Um, and for this one too, just because it was, it was it was pretty bad, let us know how bad you beat him. Let us know. Let what us. Clue. Let I I want to hear if you didn't beat me. That's what I want to know. Yeah, like did I just let do me a terrible know. Job let me know clues? if you lost. Was it, was it not fair? You know, did, <laughs> me saying bombs over Baghdad, literally saying that he was signed to Ti's label. <laughs> was that was that I didn't, too hard? I didn't know any of that. You didn't know he was signed to Ti's label, the Ti. Nope. I I was obsessed with Bob for a while, so like that was like when I thought of him, I was like, ooh, that'll be a good one because I I thought it'd be easy because he's from Atlanta. Like I thought in my mind, you just like have like a Rolodex. I, there's so many, there's so many rappers in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, I just thought that there's like a Rolodex like in your brain of Atlanta rappers. But yeah, I should have I should have gotten that sooner. <laughs> but cool, cool, no worries, man. We all have those days. Uh, I'm sure some of you are having those days right now. Um, and you know, if you are, for me to you, I hope it gets better. Oh, so just real quick, I wanted to recently just um say thank you we got a couple reviews so i was just gonna go through them you know these reviews definitely help us uh get pushed and promoted on these podcast websites so we just want to thank you guys for giving them um just to kind of briefly go through them podcast fan 56 said the two hosts are funny and have good knowledge of music if you like music podcasts or album reviews uh, or just want some laughs this is a good one five stars thank you so much we appreciate it um squidney w47 said it's so fun to listen to thoughtful discussion and album reviews from artists themselves jt and adam bring their knowledge and love for music into the show in such interesting and cool ways uh we really really appreciate it guys thank you so much um we, hopefully we can keep doing this so we can keep giving you good content uh but with that being said uh thanks again for listening as always we appreciate it this has been hit theory yeah, yeah. we're gonna catch you next time Peace.